entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Good morning and welcome to your palace, your place. We're already we're already giggling over here because in studio I have a guest who is you know a return guest, a repeat guest, but he's so much fun. Stuart Brown, thanks for being with us this morning. Sherry, I am always here for you. Thank you, thank you. You tell me that all the time. And for those who are tuning in for the first time, I'm Sherry Marcucci, and you're listening to Your Palace, Your Place, presented by the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. And I always say wonderful Waterbury. I'm a cheerleader for this city, so um, and the Palace Theater uh, is a wonderful asset that we have here in the city. And my friend here, Stuart Brown, whose uh, office is actually across the street at UConn Waterbury, um, in in one of the hats you wear, Stu, but you're actually wear so many hats. I can't I can't remember how many hats I, I have. I know, but but yes, I guess this hat is more. Broadway, yes. radio stations, things like yes. that. Yes, and you're going to talk to us in the second half of the show about the Tony Awards and what to see this uh, theater season over the spring and summer. We've got the Tony trivia. Have talk about my my online Broadway radio station, <laughs> even the Connecticut Critic Awards, yes. which uh, local theater Seven Angels is nominated for a number. Uh, that's fabulous. That's fabulous. So, so if you're listening and you're intrigued by what Stu can bring to our conversation, I hope you're intrigued. He's he's going to be in the second half of the show. The first half of the show, we're going to have a friend um, who uh, is uh, the owner of Peak Physical Therapy, and I want to just say thank you so much to Keith Havmeyer, who um, has been a sponsor this year of our new series, Second Act. So we're going to hear from him. In a bit. But before we get into that interview, and Keith, by the way, sees patients. He's a physical therapist. So he's, you know, I was trying to get him with us all year, but because of his schedule and his commitment to his patients, we had to tape his interview earlier this week. So that's coming up in a couple of minutes. But I do want to mention a couple of things. First of all, yay, it's the summer season, right? I mean, it's the Memorial Day weekend, and I am a total summer girl and just um, love this time of year. Uh, love everything about it. So I'm very excited. I don't know what your plans are for this weekend. Um, mine um, include um, gardening, which I'm a big gardener, and you know, getting out and uh, playing. That's where I give employment to the neighborhood children. <laughs> Well, you're very benevolent that way, Stu. That, that's very kind of you. But I love to play in the dirt, get my hands dirty. It's just so um, calming and restorative for me. And so I have plans for doing a lot of that this weekend. Just kind of kicking back. That's what I love about this time of year. And although kicking back is not what we're doing at the Palace Theater, we're preparing uh, for the upcoming season so much is happening. And I, I am remiss I don't have all the names in front of me, but I will say, from my view, I think this is the most exciting Palace Theater in years. Every show is a must-see show. I, I'm very excited, and I think the I, area, people in the listening area should be very excited about what's coming to the Palace. I couldn't agree more. I When I saw the mix that Frank Tavera, CEO, uh, put together, I was just like you. And I've seen most of the shows. One I'm going to see in a couple of weeks that I haven't seen, the play that goes wrong. Our first play being presented. So excited about that. 
That is such a funny show. I saw it at the Bushnell, and the Bushnell is you know just the same size, yeah, and it worked beautifully. I mean, it, you don't need a small sort of house for this. It's because it really takes over and. What people might not know, that won the Tony Award for Best Scenic Design mm. because of what happened. So it's not only the comedy, but the set is so much a part of the show. Oh, can't wait, can't wait. And um, and so that brings me, though, to talk a little bit about something that's happening next week at the Palace. Oh, by the way, we've been busy as bees. We, we hosted the Waterbury um, uh, Department of Education's talent show this past week with the students who... And brought brought it brought it the multitude of talents and um, kids uh, and I just I love to see that I love to see that applauded next week I get to I think I talked about this last week I get to be a, a presenter at the Halo Awards that Seven Angels puts on it's very excited about that we also have I guess my invitation our- is still in the mail f- for hosting <laughs> uh, I'll well, check I'm today I they don't reach out to you they're always looking for presenters uh, Melissa Stemmer if you're listening. I mean, Stu Brown would be hilarious, fabulous. That's it. (laughs) There you go. I got, like I said, I wear many hats. But anyway, this coming Thursday evening, we have a a just a knockout event that happens annually. It's sold out, so I'm not trying to sell tickets. It sells out before it's even even advertised, and we don't even have to advertise it. It is um, stages, wine dinner, where food. And wine star. And it is, when I tell you it is an outre shishi event, oh my goodness. And I just wanted to give kudos to the two chair people, uh, Carolyn Cicchetti, member of the Palace Theater Board. Um, she just brings her class and taste. Uh, to this event. It is just spectacular. And Peter Jacoby, uh, the chair of the Palace Theater Board, who is uh, a wine and food aficionado and um, very knowledgeable. So again, I I guess I'll have to check for that invitation also. (laughs) Well, as I said, Stu, it is a fundraiser. And it is, um, you know, about about 180 people. That's all we can accommodate. And it's, uh, like I said, it sells out before. Just take a chair and just, you know, just just, just push me over in the corner. That's fine. But anyway, it is for those who really appreciate it. We get all these wonderful chefs from Connecticut. Um, who come and donate the food and, and 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 there's a fabulous fabulous auction with all kinds of fa- fabulous <laughs> like you am I being is that is that is that where I'm being auctioned off because I'm being auctioned <laughs> I, off from one of your think, things yes oh you I are. am that's right one of the auctions is me <laughs> it is it's an opportunity to see a show in New York with lunch with Stu as your your escort who will to give you all the behind the scenes um information and oh it's it that's a I would love to win that prize I don't, I don't think I, I could. I, I don't think I have a, a wallet deep enough. Well, I was going to say, I don't know if you could bid. afford the minimum bid. Yeah. <laughs> but you were so gracious to um, offer to do that. So we thank you. Anything for you, Sherry. <laughs> 
Thank you, Stu. Anyway, so um, that's coming up next week. And we've had graduations. There was one yesterday, Naugatuck Valley Community College. And, you know, so so much is going on at the theater. Even when there's not a show presented, we have other activities and weddings and showers and you name it, we've got it going on. And I do also want to mention an upcoming fundraiser for one of our friends in the Art Shakespeareance Productions, um, which is a wonderful, wonderful organization that brings uh, not only Shakespeare, but other uh, arts opportunities to um, children in in uh, school systems, not only in Connecticut, but around uh, up and down the uh, 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 Northeast quarter. Um, but also, they're doing some wonderful work with um, the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, OLLI, which we've had on uh, before to talk about with Fiona DeMiro, the director, and um, Emily Matina and uh, and Jeff, uh, Jeff, 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 I can't think of Jeff's last name. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. Um, but anyway, they do wonderful, wonderful work with Shakespeareans, and they have a fundraiser coming up on Saturday, June 8th at Chase Collegiate School called Neighborhoods. And they have been doing something over the years with Ollie where they're bringing together um, uh, school kids in school um, and um, people, older generation, and, and bringing them together to write and produce uh, stories about the neighborhoods of Waterbury, which I think is just a great... Uh, this is a great project. In fact, in fact, if those of you who are regular listeners will will know who I'm talking about, um, Nancy Schuler, who was the inspiration for our second act series, had her on as a guest two years ago. She started to write her um, work that's now being produced as a result of being involved in this neighborhood's pro project. So writing about her, she started and wrote about her grandmother, uh, one of her grandmothers, and then um, they said to her, well, um, we're gonna have somebody, you know, uh, act, do your piece, and she said, no, I'm going to do my piece. And that's how that all started for her. So, I, you know, everything, everything, you know, is intertwined, especially in Waterbury. You know what I say about Waterbury? You it's know wonderful. I, it is wonderful. But it's also, I always say, if you're from Waterbury, Connecticut, you're either related, <laughs> you've dated, <laughs> mated, and, well... Sometimes maybe hated. No, <laughs> no, but everybody's connected to one another. Well, I, I, like you said, I work at the UConn Waterbury campus, and there are a lot of individuals that work there that are yes. from the Waterbury. And everything you said, I would have to say, is true. Yeah. Yep. So, and and that's I guess that's one of the things that endears it to people because no, you're never alone and you're never a stranger. You know somebody and somebody knows you and you're connected in some way. And that's one of the beauties of living in a city that actually has a small town vibe to it. You know. So, and people are there for each other. I have to say, the, in a big way. So, if you ever are down on your luck and you live here or you work here or you know you're be, you're blessed in that way. So that's all my chitter chatter for now. And um, Johnny, what do you think? Do, should we take a break now, or should and then go into our interview with Keith Havemeyer? Who, when we come back from our break, you're going to hear from my friend Keith Havemeyer, who has been the gracious sponsor of this 
this year of our second act series, which, by the way, is going to have a second act of its own starting in September next year. Um, and um, I'm very excited about that. Looking for people to be presenters. So if you're listening and you have an intriguing second act story, meaning that after the age of, say, 50 or so, you've discovered some new passion or uh, cause or endeavor, and you would like to share that story with other people as either inspiration, entertainment, or whatever, let me know. Give me a call. Um, You can reach me at 203-346-2008 at the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut, or you can email me at marcucci, M-A-R-C-U-C-C-I, this is a quiz, at palacetheaterct.org, or you can look me up on the website, palacetheaterct.org. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with Keith Havmeyer from Peak Physical Therapy. Well, this morning I have a treat um, as we're opening uh, our segment, our show today, and I'm delighted to have with me somebody I've been trying to get on the air for a while, but scheduling and uh, his priorities have made that a little tricky, but we finally roped you in, Keith, and uh, Keith is Keith Havemeyer. Did I say that hey, right? Yes, you said it perfectly. Oh, good. Thank you. All right. Um, and he is the owner of Peak Physical Therapy right here in Waterbury, Connecticut on Chase Avenue. And I always tell people it's across the street from Target and then behind the uh, emergency care. Yeah, there's an urgent care downstairs. We've actually been there longer than they have. Been. Uh-huh. So um, there you go. Everyone, those those old timers will remember the building is the Sempino building. I remember. Yeah. I'm an old timer. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you for asking. Oh, I, it's my pleasure. And for those who are listening and are wondering, well, why? Um, a couple of reasons. One is um, that Keith has um, been gracious this past season to be the sponsor of our second act program, yeah. our series. And um, it was new, brand new, and he took a chance on us, and we are very appreciative of that. And as part of your um deliverable, if you will. No. We wanted to give you an opportunity to talk to our Your Palace, Your Place listeners and talk about um, not only why you're a sponsor of Second Act, but also you know, delve into a little bit of, of your your business and your company. And uh, let, me, let me just start by saying I, I love the idea of Second Act. I mean, the whole concept. Sherry came to me and, and asked, you know, told me about this concept of, of folks kind of in a, in a next chapter in their careers, reinventing themselves. And, you know, the premise of what I do as a physical therapist is, is helping people get over something that's an obstacle. I named my practice peak physical therapy metaphorically for the challenges that we have in life and for the idea that we're all in a journey and an adventure and, and, and climbing to the top is, as our physical therapists will tell you, you know, it's, it's part of our goal. We're, we want to be your guide for that. So when Sherry came to me with the idea of the second act, it, it seemed brilliant to me. It, it kind of matches our emotional philosophy in terms of supporting the community and supporting people growing in a way that fulfills their lives. And so um, we jumped 
jumped on board and I'm sorry it's taken this long for me to get in and <laughs> do this. Well, I just yeah. I'm uh, my practice is busy and I'm treating patients as as anyone else out there that yep. has run a small business knows it's morning to night and Yes. Yeah. Um Well, you couldn't so. have said better what I love about Peak first of all. And and my full disclosure, my personal um uh involvement with Peak came uh, several years ago now and I had been experiencing back pain and um, and, I, and I thought it was my hip actually but and I went to my doc who I love and he's retired now Mike Feinberg if you're listening I miss you very much but anyway he was wise and he said listen I don't think you need an x-ray for this but I think you know you might benefit from uh, getting some physical therapy and you can do that on your own you can just walk in and make an appointment and well not walk in but make an appointment and um and I said, oh, I said, well, you know, I've heard about this place called Peak. And it's of interest to me because I know I knew already that you had some other things besides your main part, which is f- doing the physical therapy, which were the wellness and health exercise classes. And so he said to me, well, that's one of the two I would have recommended. So you, you came Thank highly. you, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and so I trotted myself off and, you know, got involved um, and yes my my it was just um, you know muscular needed some uh, help getting back and then I started the classes uh, shortly thereafter and uh, and so I've been involved for th- almost three years now yeah. I can't believe it and as my listeners here know for this show back in the late summer early fall I was doing yard work and got myself into a little problem with trying to be supergirl woman and uh, again needed your services and you of course now I'm part of the family I'm a peak peep as they say Um, so um, but anyway so I have had that personal experience and what I love so listeners if you're you know needing physical therapy services this is what I would tell you my experience has been what I love is that there is a a family like intimacy in a good way Um, it's warm it's it's welcoming Um, everybody's there as you say Um, you're your, your staff is there to get people back. Yeah. Well, and so when I opened Peak a little over eight years ago, I had come out of a corporate environment, and and I was, you know, a vice president in charge of a national healthcare company. I ran. I had over a thousand employees kind of under me. Wow. I had seventy clinics from Bangor, Maine, to Richmond, Virginia, and you know, I left there partly because I missed what it really took to build a relationship with a patient, help change their lives and make an impact on Mm -hmm. them. Um, And for, you know, working in a large corporate entity that's primary focus was profit and not patients challenged me personally. It it just didn't match my values really well. And so um, when I opened the practice, over, I, I happen to know the owner of the building, and he gave me an opportunity I couldn't refuse um, that that allowed me to start the practice with low risk. Um, and so I opened it with an idea that 
we want to be patient focused. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you look at our website, the tagline under peak physical therapy is we're here for you. Yes. And we're here for you. It says with expertise, with compassion um, and with education, I think an educated patient really Help. They do their exercises more frequently. They're compliant with attendance. They understand why we're recommending what we recommend, stretching, yes. strengthening, hands-on stuff. Um, and I, I've hired the same way. Over the course of the last eight years, uh, the other therapists that we've hired have the same passion and focus. From my office manager to my billing manager to the folks that run the front desk are compassionate about making a difference to patients. When you walk in, you get information about your insurance and yes. a printout. Yes. And so it goes into everything we do. And the wellness program that you talked about, Peak Fitness, um, the the neat thing about that was that was born from the idea that as we got patients better and we discharged patients, they were feeling better than they had in a long time. Mm-hmm. They were energized about exercise. And I'm not talking about you know 20 year old athletes I'm talking about 40 50 60 year olds that were starting to move more that were starting to feel better about themselves that remembered what it was like not to be in pain all the time yes and um, in the beginning I was quiet. I was the only employee. And so I would, ha- I mean, I'd be taking copays and, and treating patients and answering the phone. Um, and shortly after that, my patients at discharge time would ask if they could, you know, come in and use the facilities and stay on a program. Yeah. Um, they didn't necessarily want to go to a gym. Yes. They didn't want to, that either intimidated them or they lacked the guidance that they really trusted. Absolutely. And so they offered. And at the time, I loved the idea. And yes. so I probably had two dozen patients that would come in every day after work or before work. And I'd meet with them once a month and I'd redesign a program for them. And we'd look at blood pressure and, and weight and different measurements yeah. and set some goals around cardiovascular exercise and around fitness and strength and flexibility. And we had awesome successes. People would go back to the doctor and have, you know, bone density increases of 10% compared wow. to last year. It was, it was neat stuff. But then it started to have a it started to be a challenge with the current patient load of physical therapy patients because the wellness patients would come in and want to chit chat and want to sure, talk or sure. ask me a question yeah. and if I'm with you for the first time evaluating you trying to build rapport and understand what's wrong so I can help you yeah. and there's two people that want to chit chat yeah. it takes away from the healthcare side of it sure sure so um, we put a hold on that program for a year or two at that time and then my um, billing manager, Angel Murray, who happens to also be a personal trainer, um, she and I sat down with a real desire to, how do we build something that yeah. can serve this need? Yeah. Um, and we started uh, Peak Fitness um, on top of the therapy side. And, you know, we wish we had bigger space and better parking and could could blow it out you know we've got anyone who knows our practice you know it's got some challenges and we're looking to solve that over the next year or so mm-hmm. um but we've got you know yoga and pilates and uh, let me boot let me camp and, and yeah, i want to interrupt for a second because Sorry, this I is so in, no and I, this is good you're <laughs> you're an easy interview that's for sure um but what i want people to hear and truly um you know understand is you know i i can talk in the 
the first person because this is exactly my experience. After you discharged me from my first round of physical mm-hmm. therapy, um, I again, I wanted to continue. And so I started with um, a class on Wednesdays called Stretch and Tone, which is basically a series of physical therapy stations. Yeah, that, and was, that was born from an idea that if you were going to be discharged and we want you to continue your homework, yes. how do we help facilitate that? Yes. And, and that's really the, the four therapists, we all sat down and we each wrote for each body part. We wrote three or four exercises that we give the most frequently mm-hmm. and we put them all in a big pile and we gave them to Angeal Murray and she mixes and matches them and creates a little different routine every time but it's fundamental stuff it's foundational it's postural exercises and stretching and that is so important and my point in that is that was the perfect because I had early in my life I had been a dancer Uh okay now I'm in this place in my life where I could barely move without pain or without and so stretch and tone was the perfect step for me so I did that and I was like oh this is great and I'm good and then Angeal in her Angeal way um, kind of was trying to get me to take the next step and the other people in the class were you know trying to say you can do more you can try the, this other class too and I was really afraid I was really afraid yeah. but you know what I did it and then I added in yoga and Pilates and before I know it I'm like a you know I'm a, a, like a peak rat you know, yeah. I'm there all the time and but my point in, in sharing that is that your body responds to that. And here's my payoff. Last summer, as listeners know, I was in a play with Phoenix Stage. And there was a point in the play where we all had to kneel on the hard stage for a period of, I would say, a good maybe four to five, six minutes. They would have. I would never have been able to do that had I not been already, you know, a year and a half in with the peak program and i can you know say that and thank you and not and i see every day my body may not be changing a whole lot on the outside yet yet and i say yet but what i've seen is my um endurance build up my things that i thought i you know like my knees how am i gonna you know put pressure on my knees i can now and i'm not in excruciating pain so those things do come back um and I'm not saying everybody's case is different, yeah. but um, if with with gentle effort and encouragement, you know, you do build back up to the top of the mountain. You can do it. Well, I say it all the time. Consistency is more important than intensity. Yeah. And what what you've accomplished over the last year and a half has been about consistency. And yes. It's been about, you know, you don't need to break world records every time you come in, right. but the consistency of it is what allows you to stay healthier, sleep better, yes. feel better, yeah. climb up a flight of stairs without being exhausted yeah. or having your legs fatigue and yeah. you know some of that day-to-day stuff we don't think about our our lives have gotten more and more sedentary over the course of the past hundred years yeah. and and using our muscles and using our heart and lungs becomes a part of kind of keeping our quality of life good. And if you can do it in a way that's around people that you like, an yes. environment that's yeah. positive yes. and emotionally yeah. supportive, it's even that much it's, more fun. And I'm going to tell you, and I say this in our group classes, and we're so welcoming to new people. So if you're listening and you're thinking, yeah, but I don't know, I feel, and you're right, this is not a gym experience. No, it's this not. This is so 
and it touches you. And 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 I'm getting teary thinking about because I've I, these people have become so important in my life, and I hope you know I to them just because we I, I we've we've grown together in ways that are fundamental, as yeah. you're saying, yeah. and supportive of one yes. another. And yeah, yeah, you know, and that's and that's why we do. You know, we don't do long term commitments. We don't want people locked in. We right. have two weeks of free. Yeah, when you first call up and sign up, try it out. Take yes. any classes you want. That's not you know I'm not here to to you know buy a mansion. I'm I'm here right. to help change people's yeah. lives and yeah. and the fitness. Well, it's very affordable. If you're listening and thinking, how can you go five times a week? Well, there's a monthly program yeah. you can get involved in, and it's let me tell you, very affordable. And I won't get into the detail yeah, of that. It's, it's, Call up Peak. What's your phone number? Our phone number is two zero three seven five seven zero one hundred. Okay, well, that's easy to remember. Now, we're talking a little bit about Angeal Murray, which yeah. is a nice tie-in because in a couple of weeks, Angeal is going to be the final presenter for our second act series. Yeah, and we're excited to see her do that. <laughs> well, she is, and she has grown into um, where she is going, and she's going to share, and she's in fabulous shape, and she's going to share how you, too, can be 50-plus and fit and fat. Fabulous with the four F, and I'm not going to tell you what the four F words don't are. Steal, because don't steal her thunder. I'm sure she's <laughs> no, excited. No, yeah. no. But um, if you're, you know, that's on June 25th. It's a Tuesday evening, and I'm at the Palace Theater here in Waterbury, Connecticut. And it's um, a, a great way to end the series this year. We um, will be continuing next year, but it's because it's, you know, it's swimsuit time, ladies. You know, so we really. If you haven't, if you put that off all winter, it's okay. It's okay. But now's the time to say, you know what? I want to start working on something. And whatever that is. And again, it's not about being, you know, uh, the fashion model. It's about health. And you realize, you don't realize until you get there sometimes. Some people are very good and they've realized a long time ago some people haven't yeah, most of us aren't most of us you know we like food we like you know and it catches up yep. and all of a sudden bam you go I can't move I'm in pain oh my goodness and and you know we, we talked a lot about fitness um, thanks to your journey but what I would want to do is reach out to the listeners I know we don't have a whole lot of time left I'd love to reach out to the listeners and just say you know look Physical therapy, um, you don't even think about it until your doctor says, hey, what about physical therapy? But the vast majority of musculoskeletal stuff out there it doesn't necessarily require surgery. Um, it has a mechanical origin. There's there's pain is because things are too tight, things are too weak, things are too... And typically, going through a physical therapy program with someone who looks at you not as um, we want to do hot pack ultrasound massage, but looks at you mechanically. I tell my patients, I, lo I look at you like an uh, engineer would look at a bridge. Where's their stress? What's yes. tight? What's yes. weak? What was the cause of this to begin with? Helping the pain is one thing, but really looking at what was the source of it, what mechanical stress has led to this problem, and how do I address those, mm -hmm. and then teach you how to address them on a day-to-day -day basis. Unfortunately, we didn't come with an owner's manual, right? <laughs> and we're all built a little bit differently, yeah. and our stresses are a little different. And, yeah. you know, the group that we've got at Peak, you're talking... 
board certified in orthopedics, you know, fellowship in manual therapy, um, you know, extensive experience. I mean, I've been practicing for 28 years, and I'm just as passionate now as I was when I first got out, just a little bit better. And, (laughs) And so the goal is, how do I use those skills and experience to really help people? And I've over the years, I've changed how I look at things. And it, and, and it really has helped me get better and better and better at helping folks get out of some tough situations, not requiring surgery. And, and you know, I mean, that's that's the key. And uh, again, you what you do and people don't really appreciate or understand, I think, the field of physical therapy until they get to you. Yeah. And then they realize, like. Oh, yeah, this is making sense to me. And it's almost like the cart after the horse. You know, you wish almost that um, some of these things we knew ahead so we can be proactive. That's my experience every day. Yeah. And I try and teach my patients that and help them understand it. It's not a bunch of voodoo, like, you know, I mean, it's literally straightforward, normal. We're tight here. It's pulling on this. That's why that hurts. You're weak here. We need to tone that up because it's not. Not stabilizing enough, and and it's fundamentally, you know, stuff that when I explain it to you, it makes a lot of sense. I think when you use the bridge analogy, that was so good because it's exactly that. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 the whole structure isn't working together, yep. um, it's not going to give you the result that it it normally would. So, Keith, I am so um, thrilled you could be here. Right, thank you <laughs> this morning. Uh, thank you for keeping on me, and I'm uh, glad I know, could finally make it. Well. No problem. And, you know, I think what you're doing is wonderful. And if you're out there listening and you're saying, oh, this sounds great, um, or, yeah, I've got all these aches and pains, and what do I do about it? Well, first, you probably should see your own doc. And then, uh, secondly, if your doc is like the doc I had, he may suggest physical therapy. And uh, peak is the place, I'm telling you. And you can choose anywhere you go. Um, There's, you know, there's a lot of different physical therapists around. you do your research, look online, ask your friends. Um, really, I, my goal is everyone feel better and get better. And, yeah. you know, I'd like to be a part of that journey. But um, if it's not me, there are other other good physical therapists as well. Well, we've been talking to Keith Havmeyer, the owner of uh, Peak Physical Therapy, a practice right here in Waterbury, Connecticut on Chase Avenue. And Keith, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for the support of Second Act. Um, and um, we just uh, wish you well in uh, wellness. We wish you wellness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. And if you ever want to do a call-in type show, I, that'd be fun, too. Oh, that's a great idea. So that means you have to be here. That's fine. That's uh, fine. Okay. But give me a little okay. heads up. I'll give I you a heads up. Okay. Out. That would fine. be great. That would be that'd great. Be a lot of fun. All right. Well, thank you. Okay. Thank you. And uh, have a great weekend, everybody. And we will be back. Uh, right after these messages. Stay tuned. And we're actually back right now, and there'll be messages later. <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed that. And now I want to get right to um, our friend Stu Brown because you have so much to offer. And I love when you're here as a guest. So we're talking Tonys. Tonys, yes. Tonys. So um, what is what is the big thing, you know, in terms of what to see? Well, so right now, you know, for the Tony Awards, uh, just from my perspective, the battle is going to be between Hades Town and Tootsie Best Musical. Ah, Very different. Yeah. Uh, I was at the uh, Outer Critics 
Circle Awards dinner awards last night. Last night, and um, Hades Town won for best musical, best score. However, Santino uh, Font- Fontana won best actor in a musical from Tootsie. So I think that's going to be the big battle: who wins what as far as in the acting and musicals. So Hades Town, Tootsie to um, to look out for both are very good. I think Tootsie is more your classic musical comedy. So if you want to see, a lot of people talk about Tootsie as being part of the golden age. So if you want something like that, if you want something a little different, a little more experimental, Town. If you want something totally frivolous, fun, with a message, then I would go see The Prom. So, you know, there's a a number of different things. If you're really into jukebox musicals, the Temptations musical Ain't Too Proud, um, which is good. To me, it's... A, ju- a jukebox musical. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you love that music, you if you love, love if you yes. love the Temptations, yes. you go see that yeah. show. Yeah, and I want to um, give you your your full due respect here because Stu Brown knows whereof he speaks. He is a, a certified theater critic for the Outer Critics for the Connecticut Critics Circle. Who? What am I leaving out? Well, there's a couple of others. Okay. We don't need to, it, it would take all day to list But last all my night at the awards, um, you were rubbing elbows with the likes of Brian Darcy James? Yes. Uh, so, yes, I was able, uh, you know, escorting Brian Darcy James, Joel Gray, Tina Fey. Oh, uh, I love sort it. of. We have like a, a photo op, so I would Can be I escorting. rub you and then no, rub I'm sorry, off on no, me or no, something? I don't no, know. No, you, you can't afford that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, and the Outer Critics, what's nice about that is the winners are announced ahead of time. So, everyone's, so it's a lot more festive, a lot more relaxed because there's not, and the nominees are. It's you know that you've won. Uh, you know, Brian Cranston was there. Oh, um, wow! You know, because he won for best actor in in Network. So, um, so yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun, and I do get to to rub. Now there is a little controversy with one of the most uh, commercially successful plays that's currently on Broadway. Talk a little bit about that. So when you look at the Tony nominations, um, and you know, with any award ceremony, there's always going to be controversy about oh, I can't believe this, or ooh, look at that. But when you look at the uh, show To Kill a Mockingbird, which is probably one of the most successful plays maybe in Broadway history in the last 20 years, mm-hmm. and it got a lot of nominations, Jeff Daniels for Best Actor and uh, a lot of the Best Featured Actors, but it wasn't nominated for Best Play. Oh, that, I, and I, 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 I do not understand. I know there was, you know, if, if you're into this, uh, before the show even opened, there was a huge controversy because the Harper Lee estate had sued Aaron Sorkin over how he was going to be writing it. They came together, uh, so the play was produced. I saw it on Broadway. It is very good. And I'm watching, thinking, okay, what? Where was the controversy? I mean, the one thing is the um, is there uh, maid and uh, uh, I can't remember her name. She's a little more of today, a little more forceful, opinionated, mm-hmm. and you know that really wasn't of the time. Um, what they do, which I thought was brilliant, is in the book, the movie Scout is the narrator. But what they've done is it's Scout her brother and their friend, they sort of take turns narrating. Ah. And I think that really fills out the show. Everything else is the same. And and some parts of of the book movie are brilliantly done on stage. Mm -hmm. So I have no clue 
why that was That's left interesting. out. Interesting. Uh, what will be one of the interesting things to to look at is best actor in a show because you have Jeff Daniels, mm. you have Brian Cranston in Network, yeah. you have Adam Driver in Burn This, um, and then the others um, you have uh, Patty Constantine in The Ferryman and Jeremy Pope in Choir Boy. Those two won't win, but between those three, and really between Jeff Daniels, and Brian, Brian Cranston, yeah. and yeah. Um, so the other thing I would say out of the shows that are nominated for Best Play that are still open, The Ferryman is a must-see. Uh, you go see that. It's three hours, and people go, oh my gosh, I can't go to three hours. Uh, 20 speaking parts. Takes place early 1980s, big sprawling Irish family, but there's an IRA element and sort of a mystery and it is it is captivating. Wow. And this other show, Inc. I love that, too, that it's a play, and you're speaking so glowingly about it. Oh. Because I think they get sort of pushed down when you have these big, sprawling musicals. Well, not only that, but then you say three hours. Yes. And people, yeah. they, they, yeah. they tune out. Um, yes, yeah. But the other show that I would recommend is called Inc., it's a London import. It's how Rupert Holmes, Rupert Holmes, Rupert Murdoch <laughs> took over the Sun newspaper to create this. Oh yeah, conglomerate. And it yeah. is it is so captivating, so entertaining. You're thinking, you know, how could this how could this show be that enthralling? It is. All right, we're getting the high sign from Johnny, our engineer, our producer, to take a quick break. And I mean quick, because Stu, you're so captivating. So we'll be back right after this with your pals, your place. And we're back with your palace, your place, talking to Stu Brown, one of my all-time favorite guests. Actually, my favorite guest, I have to say. Um, so, we off air, we were talking. What's your all-time? So favorite? I'm not going to tell you. I will give you my top three. Oh, okay. Because I can't. Um, so I would say, and this is not in any order. Uh, the 1987 Lincoln Center revival of Anything Goes that starred Patti LuPone. Oh. The producers with uh, Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane. And the very first show, maybe because it was the very first show I saw on my own when I was a high school freshman, the original production of Grease. Not any of these revivals or incorporating the movies soundtrack. The original production of Grease was unbelievable. Well, I told you before, I'm a gardener, so my two really, really favorite shows are Secret Garden and um, Grey Gardens. I oh. loved Grey Gardens. Not anything with a garden. No, so, but I know. Nobody... So let me... I'm going to make a quick plug. Okay. Um, yeah. So I have... Uh, a Broadway, an online Broadway radio station, soundsofbroadway.com, one word. So uh, it's 24-7, but Tony Weekend, the 6th, June 6th through 9th, it's going to be all Tony uh, awarded musicals. Best actress, wow. best actor, best music. We're going to start from the very first Tony Award and work our way up. So it'll sort of be like a countdown, even though you know. So it'll be about 10 to 12 hours a day of all shows oh my and actors. So this is how you get to be a, a Broadway savant like Stu, who is, it's his, one of his, one of his, he told me, passions. I am so sorry we don't have more time because I know our listeners love hearing all this behind the scenes stuff. And so you, you really, I I'm always available. make you a regular now. I don't know. But anyway, that's all we have time for um, this, this edition of Your Palace, Your Place. Stu, you're a delight as 
always. Well, thank and, you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. If you're doing something this weekend or don't have plans, think of doing something arts-related. Theater is a wonderful way, certainly, uh, to uh, spend uh, a Memorial Day weekend in some way, shape, or form. Stay tuned for your local news coming up next. And Steve Knoxon with Talk of the Town. I'm Sherry Marcucci for Your Palace, Your Place. We'll be with you next time. Bye now. Your palace, your place.